0: First and foremost, I can't wait to talk about Kyle. We should introduce the podcast. I'm sorry, I got so excited. Okay. Chilling, hanging out. Hanging out in their beautiful house that makes mm-hmm. no sense to me whatsoever. It's like a Sims house. It is! The funny thing is that we don't get the introduction to the house like we usually do. They don't run in and grab all their beds. No, which I missed is that! Such a hallmark of an episode, like episode two, is the arguing over the beds. Yes. There's always a weird bed situation. Mm-hmm. Season one, it's who has to sleep on the trundle beds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are correct. We
1: don't have that at all. And we normally see infighting over the whole bed situation. Mm-hmm. We see girls make groups mm-hmm. and friends based off of the rooms that they sleep in and cough, who's cough. in
0: there. The Christian room. Mm-hmm. We don't have the Christian room. No. I don't think the Christian room ever happens again. I think the Christian room was really like the Haley's Comet of America, America's Next Top Model.
1: Haley's Comet comes around every 80 years, though.
0: Yeah, that's why we'll get another one in another 60 seasons.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Then we have
0: the Rita Alert.
1: Rita Alert on the TV. No Tyra Mail. No Tyra Mail. And also, the Rita
0: Alert is is basically a selfie. She's holding her phone or camera or whatever. We don't get Tyra looking very intensely lit, very very RuPaul like. That's what it always reminded me of when you saw when you saw her. Is like everything was perfect. She is the key light right on her and like just fierce, and we just get Rita just not chilling, looking beautiful, but it's kind of more casual, which I like. Yeah, I think this
1: really helps to establish that they're going based off of your own personal brand now. Mm -hmm. It's less about being model goddess like Tyra, and more about being Mm insta-famous and all of that.
0: It's also more about how technology has evolved more, and it's at your fingertips celebrities control in part the content that they produce on their own by like taking selfies and tweeting and mm-hmm. posting videos. I mean, we know some people, cough cough, Kardashian, all like have crazy followings on Snapchat where they just share things about their daily lives and what's happening. It's it's very weird. It's mm-hmm. a very weird time. They're producing like mini reality TV shows on their own. That's what they we're all doing. Are.
1: And I think also, even though Vine is dying now, I think Vine really helped with that as well.
0: Yes. Vine helped to acclimate us to incredibly short amounts of video footage, I think, Mm -hmm. and helping us to... Because when Vine first came out, I thought, how stupid is that? How much can you convey in seven seconds? I can tell you. You can convey a lot in seven seconds. You can tell a whole story. Yes. It's not easy, but you can do it. And on Snapchat... Ten seconds. seconds will get you far. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, I want to say real quick before we move on that all the girls come in the living room and we see what they're wearing and Courtney, little sweetheart, is wearing one of those onesies that's a unicorn.
0: I missed that. How did I miss that? I
1: have the same exact one upstairs.
0: You need to go put it on right now.
1: I would (laughs) do that actually. Uh, It was so cute and she was wearing it. I'm like... Courtney, you're you're my horse in this race now. Yeah. She's your unicorn. Yeah, she's my unicorn. Just because we have that in common now. You do. That's pretty great. So they go and see their runway coach, which is is not Is not Miss
0: J, but
1: is Stacey McKenzie.
0: And she's
1: fabulous. She has worked for Jean-Paul Gaultier,
0: mm-hmm. Betsy
1: Johnson, and Alexander McQueen. Mm-hmm. The late Alexander McQueen. Oh, never forget. I wrote down that she's wearing knife stilettos.
0: Her heels are so high, I do not understand how she walks in them. She also is wearing what looks like a four-colored tennis skirt. Like, it's pleated across the front, but there are, like, slits that go all the way up on both front sides mm-hmm. and in the back, so that when she spins, it twirls. And on anyone else, they will look crazy. But on her, it was amazing. It works. It was like a, it looked almost like, I thought it was a skort. But no, it was very cool and confusing at the same time.
1: I want to share one of my favorite parts from this yes, section. Yes, absolutely. So, Stacy asked, what originated from Harlem. Mm -hmm. And Bridget leans over to me. I screamed.
0: (laughs) I screamed the Globetrotters. (laughs) I I love, I don't know what it is, but I have a fascination with the Harlem Globetrotters. I've never seen them live, but I'm obsessed with them.
1: The second you said that, I heard whistling in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my god. Yeah, I love the Harlem Globetrotters. Flight Time and Big Easy are my favorite. They were on The Amazing Race. They're my favorite team ever. They always had basketballs with them.
1: Oh. I wrote that down and I put a star next to it because that yep. made me laugh
0: so much. But the, in reality, what uh, actually originated in Harlem is voguing. Yeah. And as she says that, um three three guys on a stoop jump up one of them having i believe a fake boom box and i wrote it had, down I do have been fake yes i have now proclaimed this the arrival of gay subculture yeah <laughs> but i think it's very interesting that we can talk about this because they are christened not christened they are the house of mugler m-u-g-l-e-r i think this is incredibly important because she is right Harlem is the originating place of voguing, specifically during the 1980s. And if you would love to watch a documentary about this that's incredibly... You'll watch it and hear things that if you listen closely, you hear them now. And they originated in the 1980s by these people who never really got credited as being... Not... Uh, I don't know. As, as kind of informing gay subculture for decades and as we know gay subculture now is even more prevalent in our society and we borrow a lot from it for good or for bad as far as not crediting Mm -hmm. gay subculture for what it has done. Basically in the 1980s when this documentary was made the documentary is primarily I would say people of color. I would say it's probably like 80% of the people in it are are black and a large part of those people are also what we would now call trans. They didn't necessarily have the language back then to say trans, but that's basically what was going on, and it was basically an explanation of the subculture that gay people created for themselves in Harlem, which centered around this idea of balls. And a ball was basically a competition where everyone would go down to whatever area, and they would walk. Mm -hmm. And they would have all these different categories. It was basically like a giant pageant And you would have people who were dressing in, yeah. So it was like the Zoolander walk-off. Yeah. It would be in, like, these big, if you watch it, there are so many people. And uh, they had judges and things like that. Mm -hmm. Was David Bowie judging? No. I wish. I wish. He would have been really into it, though. I bet he's been to his fair share of balls. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah,
0: that would be pretty great. Mm -hmm. And it was also a place where people who wanted to dress as their gender but couldn't, in normal circumstance would go, Mm -hmm. and that's where they would be safe. That's where they would find acceptance. That's where they would find acceptance. And so... Just this one place. Yeah. We talked about how you had this influx of kids, like, teenagers, like, younger than 18 kids, who were not coming out necessarily to their families, but running away because they knew they wouldn't be accepted. Mm -hmm. They ran to New York City. A lot of them lived homeless. There was a lot of drugs and things. And what would happen was you would have a matriarch, or a patriarch of these quote-unquote houses. So you, like the house of Moogler. And basically what would happen was this patron or, you know, parent figure would take in these kids and make sure that they were looked after. Mm -hmm. They didn't necessarily all live in the same place, but they were a family. They were families of choice and in a lot of ways I think if you didn't belong in a family, you did not have a good chance of surviving and even if you were in a family there's a heartbreaking part of the documentary where one of the main people in it you find out was murdered it <gasps> during the filming oh my god and it's 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 pretty it's pretty sad um i get worked up just thinking about it and these people and the documentary itself had such a huge impact on what we can still see today. Mm -hmm. If you're a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, you're going to recognize so many catchphrases from this documentary and so many references to it. And it's also about the invention of voguing because one of the leaders of one of the houses is Bobby Ninja, who has appeared on America's Next Top Model when they did their voguing challenge. He sadly passed away a few years ago. But it's about basically how all the different houses would have basically battles where they would vogue at each other Mm -hmm. and that's kind of one of the ways that your house would rise in power it's like this weird parallel of like actual nobility houses where like you would have ones that would go up and down in prevalence and people would want to join this one Mm -hmm. and they would basically they were like gangs but without all of the violence and it's just it's so funny to see now how we're referencing back to this and actually giving Mm -hmm. it a little bit more credit which makes me very very happy. But I can't recommend Paris is Burning enough. Mm-hmm. It was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it still is. It's probably very easy to hunt down. You will love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Just watch it. That's my that's my ten minute rant about voguing and no. gay subculture.
1: I love it. I love how relevant it is. So relevant. To what's going on. And I have not heard of this or seen it. Yeah. And I'm gonna go look for it now because I want you to know. Should watch it. Could you imagine if that's how we decided our world leaders?
0: A voguing competition. Everybody would get to vote. Oh, my God. We could vote from our cell
1: phones. I, Yeah.
0: That's my rant about Elliot. all these things.
1: Okay. I so, would yeah. like to talk about, before we move on, mm-hmm. the the guys that were there. I, I know there were three. There were three. The one guy, he's wearing a Pharrell hat. He was wearing, like,
0: Arby's hat.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Arby's hat. I didn't even think of it's that. It's huge. He's wearing a pentagram shirt. Yeah. um, With, I think, a goat head on it.
0: I think it did have a goat head on it.
1: He's wearing... These two-tone pants, Mm -hmm. where they are black, mid-upper thigh, Mm -hmm. and then from then on, they're white. Mm. That's a look. So it looks like he's wearing shorts, black shorts over white pants. Mm. But I think they were together as one. Yeah. The second dude was wearing a blue windbreaker Mm. with a black mesh shirt underneath it. Just their style. And then the third guy was wearing just a flannel shirt with jean with ripped jeans mm-hmm. and then a jacket over that too and it's like you're wearing
0: three shirts yeah listen you gotta have layers yeah
1: <laughs> on a, a hot new york day
0: yeah but their fashion just drew me in it was great we're seeing a lot more of new york we're seeing a lot more street style yes that's true we need to bring back those boom boxes that was not a real boombox. He picked that up so easily. He was holding <laughs> it with like the back of his hand at one point and I was like, "No, there's no batteries in that thing."
1: <laughs> oh, the like D batteries or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The ones that are huge yeah, and round. Yeah. Or the the ones that are so big that they're square too. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Those ones.
1: So we go into the girls have a competition. They're split into
0: two groups, creatively named Group 1 and Group 2. <laughs>
1: And then they have to like soul train it, where they go down mm-hmm. against each other. Yeah, they have a walk off. The other girls. Yeah, this a is walk-off. really what
0: we could have used. David Bowie. Yes. Rest in peace. <sighs> so sad.
1: Yeah. Corianne goes, and she—I just remember her saying that she wants to squash her enemies and shine through. Yep. And then she brings up her mom, mm-hmm. and at this point, I tell Bridget we should keep a tally of how many times she brings up her mother. Yep. Which we did.
0: It was twice this episode, but it was at least twice last
1: episode. Mm -hmm. I know her mother was like modeling royalty. Yes, but girl, you're your own person. Yeah, don't live in your mother's shadow. Oh my god. So then we have Tash. She says her biggest competition is her sister. Yeah. And her desire is to smash through these girls. Wow, so aggressive. Yeah, these girls are taking it really seriously, which I I appreciate that. Happy about Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly. When they were doing their, their walkways, I took a couple notes on some of them, not all of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Paige, she vogued as she went along the whole way through. She looked like she was loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We get a lot more Paige this episode. We I'm do. not mad about it. No. Can't tell her apart from India, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: then we have Binta's outfit.
0: Binta is wearing a crop top and shorts with, like, they're, I think they're dark like navy blue i thought they were black but oh, maybe black. They were, yeah. um, they're but, dark they're, but they both it has matching embroidery on the top and the bottom of these like flowers and it's like the chicest thing mm-hmm. ever oh it's so beautiful she has such great i want to know where she buys all of her clothes she's not has, that i could fit into them but i want to know <laughs>
1: yeah she has this great style that mm-hmm. none of the other girls seem to have
0: all the other girls remind me so much of forever 21 I agree. I see a lot of, like, $3 crop tops. Especially with the twins. The twins live in crop tops. And then Marissa with her deep V. I've never seen so many navels uh, until this season. I
1: know. Ugh. No one's seen my belly button. No. Hide
0: it. Hide.
1: Hide it. When they were doing the runway, Mm -hmm. I wrote down about Cherish's attitude. She brushes off her shoulders, and they loved her attitude. Yep. Justine was so nervous.
0: Everybody knew she was nervous. It was wasn't it, Justine and Kyle? Yes.
1: <laughs> Kyle was not very confident about no. herself either. She said
0: that she knew that her runway was her weakest point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that this was a turning point i think that she did improve as mm-hmm. the episode went on yeah although she
1: didn't get enough recognition for it no <sighs> kyle needs all the recognition
0: kyle, we're this, so biased this shows i i love her so much <laughs> i want her to win so badly oh
1: something's yeah. gonna happen as we go along
0: because something always happens yeah. when i pick
1: a favorite and then they like say something really like, super yeah. mean or like super homophobic or racist and mm-hmm. i'm like oh i can't root for you anymore no that's bad, girl. Nope, not great. Mm-mm. I don't think she would do that. No, she seems too amazing. Yeah, I'm glad that they did not put the twins against each other. They were on different teams, yes. but they did not make them walk, walk. against yeah. each other, which I feel is something that happens a lot of the time. Oh yeah,
0: definitely. But that was a good that was a good move on their part mm-hmm. to
1: because uh, twins already have enough of a sibling rivalry against each other, trying to establish that they're their
0: own people, not mm-hmm. the same person. Have I told you my fun story about my coworkers who were twins? No. One of them had worked at the coffee shop where I worked for years, and the other one was hired basically at the same time I was. I'm not kidding when I tell you that people legitimately thought they were the same person. Oh, really? Because they were too polite not to correct anyone. Mm-hmm. So that someone would walk in and be like, oh, you're still here! And then one would be like, uh, yeah! <laughs> but they don't even look that similar, and they have no. different colored hair. Mm-hmm. Like, they both dyed their hair red, but one would be very intense, and the other one was, like, more auburn, and I was... So flabbergasted, I legitimately told like ten people that they weren't the same person, and they didn't believe me. Oh my god! All right, yep, twin v twin. So they do that. One team wins. I
1: don't remember how many who was on that whole team because there were so many girls. They split them in half. Yeah, we still have Courtney, like, Kyle, girls in the house. Binta. Was Binta on that team? Yeah. Paige. Paige did do a really good job. They were all on that team. So we go back to the house. Mm-hmm. The girls are in. An outside area. They have a
0: cool little, like, not a porch, like a terrace, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's no grass to be seen.
1: They have such a small back area. Yeah. It looks like they're living in, like... Well, they're
0: probably in, like, a row house. It's probably, like, really narrow, Mm -hmm. but they have, like, a couple floors. Yeah.
1: So, they don't have a very big backyard, which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird to me, because some of the houses, they've had pools.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that was in California, probably.
1: So, they're in the backyard, and Paige... Starts talking with a bunch of the girls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of them, it's the women of color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the, and I think that's a
0: good thing about this season mm-hmm. is that there are there's a lot of representation
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the cast, which is great.
1: So Paige starts talking about how she was very sheltered growing up. She went to a private Catholic school, mm-hmm. and she starts saying that she is pretty much an ally to women of color, mm-hmm. and that black lives do matter, mm-hmm. which I agree with. But I know they don't show the whole conversation, Yeah. but from what they do, it seems really white savior for her to to just go into this. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is a lot of conversation that isn't in, Mm -hmm. but I don't know why she brought it up. It just seems like, hey, I'm biased, you girls are all ethnic, I'm for you, Mm -hmm. I'm on your team, be friends with me. It did not seem as genuine as it should. It seemed like she wanted their attention. Yeah, that might be,
0: that might be the case. I don't, it's so hard, because with these things, they cut out so much. Yeah. Because then we just go straight into to Binta, and then it becomes in, not infighting, but like, then it becomes an argument between Binta, who is representative of Africa, and the girls who are African-American. That are representative of America now. Yes. It's so difficult to discern, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you should fall. I personally, like, I have, my whole family is of European descent, so Mm -hmm. I could not know what any of this is like Mm -hmm. for any of them, but I do understand how they're basically talking about, for worse, they were taken from their homelands Mm -hmm. and forced to build this country into what it was, so now they are claiming it as such. Yeah. And they're saying, I'm not African, I am African American, I am an American.
1: And Binta is saying, No, you are African. Mm -hmm. Your roots are in Africa. That's where you belong. And these girls are saying, No, Mm -hmm. yeah, we are from Africa, but that is not where we belong anymore. We belong here just as much as any other person. Mm -hmm. And Binta's like, No, this is your
0: heritage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean my very very limited way of relating to this is Mm -hmm. like I'm a quarter Swedish Mm -hmm. but I'm an American I'm not Swedish. Yeah. Because I've never been there. I don't know anyone who lives there. I don't speak the language. Yeah. I would love to visit but I don't understand any of the cultures or I don't feel a part of it. Mm -hmm. I know that I am part of it but I don't feel to be a part Mm of it.
1: I went and saw Neil deGrasse Tyson speak when he came here Mm. and At one point, he just mentioned Mm -hmm. Norway, Mm -hmm. and a bunch of people started wooing, and Mm -hmm. so he stopped, and he asked, are you guys from Norway? No, they weren't. They just had Norwegian Mm -hmm. heritage. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you guys are American. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't take credit for what these Norwegian people did, Mm -hmm. because it's not you. Mm -hmm. It's very true. And then he brings up, technically, we're all from Africa.
0: We are. We are very much. Africa is the cradle of life. Mm -hmm. It really is. Which
1: I know that causes a lot of issues when you talk about that, when it comes to heritage, where you belong, Mm -hmm. because it's used a lot Mm -hmm. to dismiss African Americans and their feelings of their history. Mm -hmm. So it is a really hot-button issue
0: lately, and I appreciate the show is showing this. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of a lot of dealing with in the earlier seasons, cultural mm-hmm. things like when um is it Fatima, yeah, came from Africa, yeah. We dealt with the things that had happened to her when she was there mm-hmm. and overcoming that, not even overcoming that, just telling her story. Mm-hmm. This is something similar to that, mm-hmm. where we're getting more outside perspective and also a perspective on current cultural issues.
1: And that's one way that America's Next Top Model has stayed so relevant mm-hmm. because of the diversity and the different things that the girls bring into it yeah. and the discussions that they can have mm-hmm. with each other over this. Yeah. After that, Binta's all of us with her pimple. Yeah, she's got like cream on her face. Mm-hmm. I do that. As you do. I do spot treatments. Yeah. Marissa has a septum piercing. I love Marissa's septum piercing. It's super cute. I like it. I don't remember a single model ever having a septum piercing,
0: not on the show.
1: No, I mean yeah, on the show. I've never. Mm-hmm. I don't remember an, a single model. So that I think that also shows the time because septum mm-hmm. piercings are very
0: recent. They're very trendy right now. Yeah, yeah. But you can. The nice thing about it is because it's a. It's not a hoop. It's. Know, it's one of the bowl rings a, yeah, ball rings. Yeah, ball ring ones. Yeah. you can flip it up inside, so In it wouldn't it. show if a client didn't want you to have it, or you mm-hmm. can get a clear retainer thing. Yeah. Pop it up there.
1: Then we have Stacy McKenzie come back in and yes. give her own tough talk.
0: This is basically a Tyra's tough talk, but with Stacy, mm-hmm. who I I really like and I want to see more of her even though she replaced Miss J. Yeah. She did somewhat replace Miss J. However, I do think it's interesting that we are seeing more unique mm-hmm. people associated with the modeling industry. We have Ashley Graham as, as one of the judges who was representative of Plus, plus Size. size. Mm-hmm. And now we're having Stacey on who talks all about how her... She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. However, she is not the, the classic... I'm doing no. pant, air quotes. like Not the traditional. Tradi- she is not the traditional standard of beauty. She is stunning. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how hard it was for her to even just get booked because of what she looked like and she tells the story of going from she goes she went from toronto to new york she went to paris and in paris she finally got booked only when the guy whose agency it was found out and met her put her down so much and called her basically ugly and said how could you ever you know book her and it it was heartbreaking the agency
1: booked her yeah and she didn't meet the designer mm-hmm. until days later where she was invited to a dinner with him. Mm-hmm. And she was so poor. Because models are poor when they first start. Models, like, yeah. models are poor but even when they're working. Models are poor even when they're working. So he sees her. She's wearing her dollar dress, mm-hmm. her dollar shoes. And he tears her apart. Yeah. And he, yeah, he does call her ugly, she yeah. says. And this is where she's like, okay, I'm going to try out for this next job. Mm-hmm. And if they don't accept me, Modeling's not for me.
0: Yeah,
1: so she goes.
0: She yeah, she goes to an agency, and they tell her to go to a casting call the next day. Mm-hmm. And basically, she decided she wanted to be a model because she saw a photo of Jean Paul Gaultier and Madonna. Mm-hmm. And, and wouldn't you know it? I'm gonna cry. Her first, basically, go see and and booking was with Jean Paul Gaultier. Yeah, so she's she's <sighs> there. She gets there to get ready, and she hears a
1: woman. Ask her for her legs, and she turns around, and it's Madonna.
0: That's my dream. <laughs> Madonna,
1: ask me for my legs.
0: I mean, she wouldn't. But you don't it's want cool. my legs. You don't yeah. want my legs. It's fine.
1: It was such an inspirational story. All the girls were crying.
0: Mm-hmm. She adds another B. To three Bs. Oh, she does. It becomes boss, business, brand, believe in yourself. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that was a, that was a really touching. No, I liked it.
1: All the girls loved it. Oh,
0: they were all sobbing. Mm-hmm. Justine was like crying so hard.
1: And that's when they go into, well, oh, this is why you should believe in yourself. This was my story. Mm-hmm. After that, we get a little bit more view of the apartment and mm-hmm. its tiny
0: backyard. And, and upstairs, they have a catwalk. It's like 15 feet long. It's upstairs, but there's like a second level to the terrace because mm-hmm. you have to walk across a catwalk. Like an actual one, like an up in the air one like you'd have in a theater. You have to walk across that to get there. It's like so weird. It's a catwalk that has openings
1: on both sides so you can like look down at the ground underneath Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And it has railings so that that. you don't fall off. Mm -mm. And then you come over to another yard area. Mm -hmm. And the yard is so small that the catwalk that they're practicing on. It's diagonal. It's diagonal. It has to go across Mm -hmm. because there's not enough room to do it lengthwise. That's how small it is. So, it's teeny tiny. So Stacy McKenzie gives some pointers on how to walk. Mm-hmm. All the girls who won the catwalk challenge earlier that day. And the
0: girls who didn't win are up in the window, like, creeping. And, like, staring down at them to see what she's telling them. Yeah. It's really cute. Stacey McKenzie says,
1: very passionately, mm-hmm. kill it, slay it, murder it, torture it.
0: It's very intense. I was
1: a little afraid of her. That was a she little scary. That. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, those things should be backwards.
1: You're not going to torture something that you've killed, slayed, and murdered.
0: Yeah. You're Unless gonna, you're do a that serial first. killer. Yeah, but a serial killer would still torture first. I don't know. They do some weird stuff to bodies, man. It's true. We've Although, heard about. I would rather be tortured after I'm dead. Yeah. That's, that's 100% when you want to be tortured is after you're dead.
1: Yeah. We listen to a lot of serial killer podcasts.
0: We do. Yep. We definitely do.
1: <laughs> so... Now they go to the Marquee, which is a club, and they meet mm-hmm. Drew Elliot there. Yeah, And they're going to do a runway and mm-hmm. a photo shoot. Yes. So they walk down the runway, they get to the end of the runway, then they crowd surf.
0: Into There's like 12 dudes wearing matching black t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: they crowd surf into these guys, mm-hmm. this group of dudes, yep. these hot dudes, mm-hmm. and they get their photo shoot taken then. Yeah. Cherish looks like she would love this.
0: Yeah, they're like, jumping into a bunch of dudes, yeah. She's a wild child. She'll yeah. walk on She'll ways. walk down a median on a freeway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go back to the clothing and Yeah, there's like racks and racks of clothing and shoes.
1: Yeah, they're waiting for the stylist to come. Yeah. And a bunch of girls are starting to pick out what outfits they're going to wear, mm-hmm. and Binta... Tells them, wait for the stylist. You can't just pick out clothes. Mm -hmm. You need to put them back where you had them. Mm -hmm. Don't mess up the order. And she actually yells at Paige to put it back. Then we have La Roche come. Mm -hmm. And he says that he's their stylist, and he calls them pussycats.
0: God bless. Mm I love him.
1: So then he says that he has a special guest coming. Mm -hmm. And it is Zendaya. She comes in. And she's wearing this shiny plastic blazer. Yeah, jacket.
0: blazer Mm -hmm. with, like, a bikini top underneath.
1: Yeah, with a bikini top underneath. But she looks gorgeous.
0: She's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. It's rude.
1: She is so fun, and I cannot wait to see her in Spider-Man Homecoming.
0: Yep! I'm so excited. I'm holding my own face. Mm -hmm. I'm just so excited for Spider-Man Homecoming, and... I'm especially excited for her to be in it. I wanna know who she is in yeah.
1: it so badly. She's a character called Michelle, but everybody thinks that she's going to be Mary Jane. Mm. She doesn't have red hair though, but
0: I'm cool with it. Doesn't I'm cool matter. With it.
1: I mean, it, she can always dye her hair in the show. In yeah. The yeah. Yeah. She's like some nerdy girl sitting at the table next to them in well, then, and closing losers. would did she be
0: Gwen Stacy then?
1: Gwen Stacy was also nerdy. Yeah. So. But Mary Jane was not as. Mary Jane n- was always beautiful.
0: Yeah. Like, she was always, like, the pretty, like, popular one. Mm-hmm. Gwen and
1: Gwen Stacey? Stacy was always pretty. Oh, Gwen Stacy's
0: gorgeous, but she's yeah. more scientifically minded. Yeah.
1: Well, Mary Jane was actually a model in yes. the comics.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: While Gwen Stacy went into science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. I'm um excited. So, Binta makes a comment that she does not think that Paige is her competition, mm-hmm. and then they show Paige pretty
0: much saying the same thing. She's just, yeah. like, "Binta's her competition." Yeah, Paige is basically like, "I would like for Binta to go home."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have this this fighting thing going on.
0: Paige versus Binta. So basically, they do their walks. I did not write down notes for all the girls. I just wrote Kyle exclamation point. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote
1: down notes for some of them, not all of them. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's go Let's go through those.
1: So, yeah, I'm at Kyle now, too. Her suit.
0: Yeah, Kyle's in a great suit. It's like masquerade clown like, yeah. pattern. Yeah, with the diamond pattern. Mm-hmm.
1: She's the only one wearing the suit. Mm-hmm. She goes down the runway using all of the advice mm-hmm. that Stacey McKenzie gave her. She gets done, she falls. And I loved when she did the Napoleon hand In her suit jacket. Oh, yeah. That was working for me.
0: Yeah, I really liked that they dressed her in a more of, like, a menswear androgynous look. Because we've talked about, like, when, with Elise, when they would put her in more feminine things, Mm -hmm. she felt more comfortable. And when they put her in more androgynous looks, it worked better for her. I would like to see that more. I like that they're taking their looks and how they feel into consideration. Yes. Yeah, I really liked it. I liked the choice of it. I thought she looked amazing. I thought her photos were beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Some of the other outfits. Cherish. Zendaya says she looks like Nicole Kidman.
0: Yeah, she really did, though. She, like, fell backwards. Mm-hmm. It was a very, like, Moulin Rouge kind of setup. She's wearing this beautiful
1: evening gown. That would be the dress I would want. I put a star in row that it was my favorite dress. Yes, it was so beautiful. It was, mm-hmm. like, this gold color, and it came up and had, like, these metal pieces.
0: Yeah, like, it's hard to explain it. Mm-hmm. You should just go look it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, go look it up. Go watch the show. hmm It was just beautiful. Yeah. Marissa had on this unflattering oh. sequence jumpsuit. It was awful, and I felt so bad that she had to try and work. Mm-hmm. In that thing, a lot of these girls' outfits were really unflattering. Some of them I thought were gorgeous. Other ones I thought were it was awful,
0: hit or miss. Mm-hmm. It was really bad with some of them. I'm Looking at you, Corianne. I'm sorry you had to wear a top and skirt. Ugh. She
1: had the sequin sleeveless turtleneck. hmm
0: Very and, Adrian.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very Adrian. And this layered tulle skirt. Yeah,
0: and it was black, and then the the top was like silver. silver. Which isn't a bad combination. but it was very peculiar. It was bad textures put Mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah, it was too much.
1: Cody looked like a goddess during her shoot. Mm. She had on that Mm -hmm. gold dress with that gold necklace. Cody
0: looked beautiful.
1: I wasn't a big fan of the dress, Mm -hmm. but with her working in it, she looked amazing. Justine... Could not keep her legs spread together. Her outfit was just fabric, like, across her and then stapled and then, like, across another section and, like, stapled. You know
0: what it looked like? It looked like drapes. It looked like video game armor. Like, lady armor. Uh, Oh, my gosh. That's what it looked like to me. It, like when it was like, oh, she's a video game, so we'll just put her in like a scrap of fabric, going this way and another way, and in high heels.
1: It looked like video game armor from Roman times.
0: Yeah, because it's very drapey,
1: very mm-hmm. toga esque.
0: Yeah, glosses we'll about her. If she shows up Pussycat one more time. I loved his reactions to all of them, like watching. I also found it hilarious that they were like, yeah, we're in this cool club for this, uh, for this fashion show. So they would walk down the catwalk, they would fall back, and then they would show Elliot with a microphone, like giving them directions. So imagine being in this crowd where you're watching these girls walk down, and you're like, okay, great, fashion show. They <laughs> fall back, and then you hear some man like yelling at them and being like, Okay, we got it. Close your legs, Justine. Yeah. Close them. cross them. Like that's not an event. That's very weird. <laughs> it was just very strange. It was yeah. a very strange like atmosphere.
1: We had Crislin after. Oh. She would not open her eyes. Yeah,
0: she was having a really difficult time opening her eyes and looking up at the the photographer who was very nice. I liked him. We saw him for like two seconds. Yeah. She, also,
1: her dress looked like Christmas tinsel to me.
0: It did. I kind of love Christmas tinsel, out Oh, really? My dream is to have a, a silver tinsel tree. Because oh, really? I think they're really cool.
1: Aw. I'm always like, I can't do that with pets, because then my pets would die. Yeah. Zendaya picks who she thought was the best mm-hmm. at the walk in the picture, mm-hmm. and she
0: picks Kyle. I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so... Happy to see that like her hard work paid off, mm-hmm. and that she was the odd she was the odd woman out with what she was given to wear, and she mm-hmm. made it work so much. Yeah, I thought
1: that what they did was a little weird. Well, not weird. Yeah, see, they take selfies to help get Kyle's social media
0: up. That was the award. Was basically selfies with selfies with Zendaya. Zendaya. I think it's strange that we haven't. I think that at one point in the season, or we need to have at one point. If they're gonna make social media such a big deal, day one it should have been like we're setting you girls each up with an Instagram account mm-hmm. or your on your, your current one. And whenever we need to
1: look through your current one, look
0: through your current one. But also like whatever photos you take at your shoots, we're putting up. Yeah. So like building their portfolio as they on go social on media. social media, which would be really helpful. So it would be like okay, we set up this Instagram for you, Kyle, because she mm-hmm. says that she doesn't have one. So now to jumpstart it. Here's your photo with Zendaya.
1: I completely agree with that. Thank I you. Don't, I don't think that they play up enough Mm-mm. the social media aspect. I mean, they they, they do talk have, about it they talk in those
0: terms, enough. but they aren't doing anything practical about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Nothing practical, nothing proactive for yeah, the girls. No, really, not. So they take the selfies, mm-hmm. and Kyle's just there, model the whole time, and then Zendaya. Her tongue sticking out, she's doing funny pictures, yeah. she's being adorable, yeah. but the contrast was just so funny to yeah. me. Yeah, it was
0: really funny. And then also, you get Kyle, like, being like, she's so beautiful. Has Star been forgotten so easily? <laughs> oh. I was rooting for them.
1: Oh, Kyle. How could you forget Star so soon? I mean, it isn't day. Hashtag car. K-Y-A-R-R. I like to spell it
0: every time, yes. because it's so peculiar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> every time.
0: Every time. To
1: be fair, though, if I saw Zendaya, I would be like, Mm. Star who?
0: (laughs) Oh, never forget. Listen, Zendaya's only going to be there for a day. Star's there forever. That's true.
1: (laughs) So they get home.
0: Yeah. And fighting starts again. Fighting starts again. Basically, Paige is very... Was it Paige? Yes. Paige just talks about how wonderful it was to have her there, and how she was very starstruck, Mm -hmm. and how, basically, she just wanted to become best friends with Zendaya, Mm -hmm. and meanwhile... Benta's, like, standing there in the kitchen next to her, eating something, and is just giving her the side eye and being, ugh, I don't know about that. And then they get into this conversation about how people are extra.
1: (laughs) Yeah! Paige says, like, I'm extra. I, like, I'm extra into my art. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tatiana and Benta are like, well, you were disrespectful.
0: Yeah. It was too much.
1: Yeah, it was too much... She went and took things off the racks and put them in wrong places. And that if you were to do that on a normal set for mm-hmm. modeling, you would get kicked out because you're messing up the process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's disrespectful. So yeah. I see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I also see Paige's viewpoint where, dude, this is her first instance yeah. meeting someone who is famous in any way. Mm-hmm. Shape, this is her first time being on a set like this. The clothes are glamorous. Mm-hmm. I would want to look through them all. I would want to oh. just touch them. I would
0: look through everything. Yeah. I'm so nosy.
1: So I see both aspects because Tatiana and Binta are right. Mm-hmm. But also, Paige is what I would be. Mm-hmm. I would be so exciting. And it's kind of sad to see that these other girls are already so jaded to the process mm-hmm. that they're not as starstruck as well.
0: Yeah. Actually, and at that moment, I would have liked to have heard from uh, India because she has worked all over and could have been like, you know, it wasn't cool, but it's fine because it was someone that we knew, or she could have been like, yeah, people do that all the time. Mm -hmm. We could have gotten some perspective from somebody who actually
1: has been in the industry.
0: We didn't really see India very much, really at all. And that's interesting because we saw her so much in the first episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then basically after that, so Paige leaves... And then goes and Kyle she and Kyle like leave together because Kyle is Kyle is me standing there with her just her eyes wide open as this fight is happening around oh, her, yeah. being like, Ooh. So they leave and then we find out that she has a ton of books on her bed.
1: Yes. They go into one of the bedrooms to talk and cool down. And the apartment's already a mess.
0: The apartment, they've been there for like three days. It's already a disaster.
1: <laughs> but we see Kyle sitting on a bed. I yeah. assume
0: it's her bed. I'm going to assume that. And
1: there's a pile of books on there, and I'm like, oh, Yay! they stole my heart, Kyle. She brought books. They stole my heart. Yeah, she's well-read. And then Marissa comes in, and yet again, she's trying to smooth things over. She's making the girls feel she better. She was being
0: so nice. She was so nice in the last few episodes. Mm-hmm.
1: Marissa has just been like... This great all-around peacekeeper. Oh, yeah. She's the one that's, wasn't she the one that was on the bus when that girl was- With Courtney. With Courtney. She stood up for Courtney. She did stand
0: up for Courtney. And her Chia Pet eyebrows. I love Courtney's eyebrows. Mm -hmm. I love Courtney. I want them to give her a pixie cut.
1: I don't know. We'll see.
0: Okay. Or like some kind of cool agent.
1: You know, I think a pixie cut would be really good for her, actually. Right? I think a bob would be horrible, though.
0: Oh, no. Pixie cut, though, yeah. We have that, and then we go to judging. Yeah, we go to judging Through. and we don't get a panel. we don't get a guest judge. We don't get a we don't get a guest judge. We also don't get one of those great panel competitions. Oh yeah, which I miss because it would be like we've got a folding table with like eight different lipsticks. Choose the one that represents you. and then they <laughs> have to like go and explain it. Choose the hat. Mm. yeah, yeah. You've, you're all wearing the same black dress, and you've all got a table full of terrible accessories. You need to put whatever you want on. Like, yeah, make it work. Make uh, that's a different show. That doesn't make it That's a different show. But in that moment, you mm. do need to make it work. So
1: I just want to comment about how different the panel room is oh from the
0: first season, season to this season one. because they come in and the panel table is made out of marble. Yeah, it's like marble on top and on the bottom, and there's like a panel of like frosted glass or yeah. something in between. It's beautiful And the first
1: the first season, season they're it's so like
0: squashed together. A
1: out table covered in just yep a tablecloth mm-hmm. and then they're all touching each other mm-hmm. and
0: now they're on this Greek God marble table. yeah
1: Do you I know what I realized?
0: I realized that the panel room is probably in their apartment because that's where the girls like leave to when they're doing like the makeup competition and stuff they're at the apartment or they're at an apartment in the building that's why it's so small
1: i never really think thought about, about it, it. they that. don't
0: travel anywhere
1: interesting
0: so the panel room on season 1 at least is yeah. in the same building and later i did also notice that i think if they ever show the doing a thing i feel i just feel like the panel room is inside the house somewhere i
1: never even thought
0: about that i think about these things all the time <laughs> so let's get into judging
1: yeah India was, first, they told her she needs to figure out her angles. She has one eye smaller than the other, was what Ashley said. Mm -hmm. I thought her face was beautiful
0: in that picture. She looks so much like Gigi Hadid. It's ridiculous. Every time I see her, I don't even, like, follow Gigi Hadid. I just know of her. And if Gigi Hadid ever needed, like, a body double, if anyone's trying to, like, murder her, she can hire India. (laughs) She can. That could be India's new gig. I... How bad could it be? I... Cautiously
1: agree because we're talking about murder.
0: Okay, I didn't mean like, <laughs> I just meant like a, like if there was ever, Please, like, I don't know, don't, nobody don't come after us. If nobody murder anyone. To her. But I'm just saying, like, if, if this was some kind of a romantic comedy, they would hire her mm-hmm. to be the body double for this famous model and then she would actually become a model and, like, Justin Timberlake a la mm-hmm. model behavior would fall in love with her. Yes. Model behavior is an amazing movie, by the way. <laughs>
1: Next, we have Binta, who's wearing this beautiful one long sleeve shoulder dress mm-hmm. with the other shoulder,
0: it's like, bare, and it's, like, a what, it's, like, a watercolor it,
1: yeah. It's this kind of blue and pink,
0: almost kind of yeah. florally colors
1: mm-hmm. with white. It's so pretty. I don't even remember how her picture was. I was just so taken by her dress.
0: They liked her picture a lot. I don't know what else. I think that she's just very striking, and it's Probably pretty easy for her to make a good photo. Mm-hmm. They liked it a lot. Up next is my girl Kyle, mm-hmm. who had a she had a rainbow bandana around her arm. Go <laughs> it was Kyle so cute. percent Yep, and basically they talk about how Zendaya liked her the most, mm-hmm. and Rita says, "Oh, she won the walking competition," and
1: La, Roche. La Roche jumps okay. in
0: and is like, "No."
1: He said she did not win the walk challenge, she won the boss challenge. Oh,
0: okay. I love that.
1: I wrote that down because I thought it was great.
0: I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. I think he's my favorite judge at this moment.
1: At this judge, yeah, Elliot seems so mean. Ashley doesn't seem to give much information. Yeah, she's just
0: the nice one. Mm -hmm.
1: Justine comes up and giggles when her name's called, showing just how young she is. She is a baby. She did just turn 18.
0: And her mom doesn't know where she is.
1: (laughs) I wrote down Amber
0: Alert. Oh, no! (laughs) Justine Alert. Uh, So,
1: Rita tells her that she is gobsmacked and that when she was her age, she was working in a
0: shoe store.
1: Elliot said that Justine was so hard to direct.
0: Yeah. She was just very awkward. She would not listen to the direction. She would
1: not close her legs. Yeah. After that, we have Tash. And Ashley says that she looks like her image, her picture, mm-hmm. looks like it's straight from a Versace campaign.
0: Which is a really great compliment. Yeah. And it was gorgeous.
1: Everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. Cherish comes up. She's wearing that skirt. She's got a skirt that
0: looks like it's made out of ties. I loved it. You liked it. I did not like it. I thought it was great for her. For her, yes. On anyone else, I would have been like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But yeah. on her, it works. It's so rock and roll. I also thought that earlier in the episode when she was doing the voguing challenge, I thought she was wearing a leather backpack, but it turned out she was just wearing a weird half vest, like she's like a gunslinger in the old west. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, Rita said that it wasn't good angles and it wasn't a good photo.
0: Yeah, her body, they said, looked wider than it probably is because if she had just twisted a little bit to one side, it would have kind of given her more of a thinner shape.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which made me sad because I loved her dress.
0: Oh, her dress was so beautiful. And it seemed like on set she was getting such positive feedback. Yeah. They told her it wasn't a very good photo at all. Mm-hmm. That's what Rita said. Yeah, I also don't understand how Rita's ponytail is literally like touching the back of her ear, but it looks like it's not attached to anything. <laughs> I just kept focusing on it so much.
1: It was it defied logic. Oh, Rita.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So after that we have Tatiana. And Law says to her that he put her in the dress that he gave her as a challenge. Ugh. And that she shut him up.
0: Even though we hated it.
1: Yeah. It was awful, but mm-hmm. he put her in that as a challenge, and she did so well. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. Corianne, Rita brings up her mom. Her mom. Yeah. Another instant of bringing up her mom, and mm-hmm. she asks her, like, are you trying to live up to your mom? Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because she did not do well. She didn't. Law tells her, don't let your legacy bring you down. Yeah. Because that's what it was doing. Yeah, this is true. She did not do well at all. Her dress was not good either. Oh,
0: she let the top and the skirt. But you can
1: only do so much. Yeah. Then we had Marissa. They told her that the worst part of her was picking one photo. Because they loved all of her photos. And I was like, yes, go Marissa. Then we had Courtney.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they love her They love her face, basically. They
1: did. So Rita said that she looked like a beautiful woman or a hot guy.
0: Give her a pixie cut.
1: I loved it. <laughs> then we had Chris Lynn. So she, they did not like her picture. She says that she had no connection with the director. And she just makes up excuses. She
0: did. You never, you never talk back no. to the panel. You,
1: you never blame anybody else no. either. No. Especially not the photographer, not... Person giving you direction. Mm -mm. Never blame those who are paying you. Yeah. It's very true. The judges were not having any of it. No. And they shut her down, which is good. Mm -hmm. And Elliot says that working with her was a nightmare.
0: He wouldn't book her again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Last Cody comes up. And she is so nervous. So
0: nervous. She's like crying immediately like she walks up and she like puts her hand in her pocket and then mm-hmm. she has like her other arm like over her like midsection and you're just like oh she looks so nervous mm-hmm.
1: she's all hunched over yeah. and they're like what is up yeah and she just says that she's like the last one she's all yeah. these emotions and la makes her sister come and hug her oh it's so sweet it was so sweet i was like oh yeah. Law, i just love
0: you today yeah he was doing really good mm-hmm. i think He's a really he's a sweetheart. He's also an image architect. Yeah. I think it's a really great fake job.
1: I think that with all these new social media aspects coming mm-hmm. in, there's gonna be a lot more fake
0: jobs. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> so many fake jobs.
1: So then they go to actual judging and
0: they pick best photo and it is It's Cody. Yeah. It's so great. Her she's so happy. I almost cried. Mm. I I'm just really happy that that they're, they're really dealing... Oh, that was one of the things, too, is that Rita talks to her about how she also has a sister, and it's not the same, but there is so much to try and, like, live up to.
1: Yeah, so Rita brings up that she has a sister, mm-hmm. not exactly a twin, Yes. but still there's always been competition between them mm-hmm. in their lives, because they're both female, they're mm-hmm. both kind of similar, yeah. and so she understands her plight of yes.
0: always being compared to her sister, always... Mm -hmm. being with her sister. Which I think was really nice. And I think we need to continue on the track of judging them separately. Yeah. Maybe use them together in, like, one photo shoot. Mm -hmm. But I think for the most part I would like to see them judged separately so that they can both have their strengths and weaknesses and not basically be judged against each other.
1: I'm really hoping that in makeovers they Mm -hmm. do some drastic changes between the both of them. Like maybe dye one's hair. Mm Mm-hmm. A color and yeah. the other give the other one long hair. Yeah, yeah. So that they are different and they can actually feel different. Yeah. Finally, mm-hmm. because they present themselves a lot together. Anyways, from the first episode, they yeah. came together and they talked as one at one point.
0: They basically wore matching outfits. They're yeah. made to walk together at the go see.
1: And I think it's very important that they find out their individuality, and I think that they can do that mm-hmm. through the makeovers.
0: I think that's an important tool. Mm -hmm.
1: So, we have Cody's called first, Courtney was second, Gio was third, and then Marissa with her horrible jumpsuit was next. And then we get down to the final two. Mm -hmm. Corianne and Justine.
0: Corianne stays. Justine crying so hard, she like falls down, Mm -hmm. and Rita just tells her, you know, you are 18, you've got so much more Mm -hmm. to go, you know, when I was your age, I was doing this, and now I'm hosting this show. There's like so much hope. I read an article that actually like Justine posted a photo of her standing in front of the TV like while it was showing her like sobbing and she was just like it me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah, it's really cute. You have to look it up. It sounded like she had a really good sense of humor about it, After and five. she wasn't like I was portrayed. Blah, blah, blah. She was like, yeah, I was just like sobbing uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. It was weird.
1: It's good that she can look back at that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and hopefully she called her mom.
1: Yeah, Corey sick because she's legacy. Yep. Justine left because she's baby. Oh. And then you lean over to me and say, call your mom. <laughs> you whispered, <laughs> call your mom to me while we were watching it. As soon as Justine was not called and she yep. starts crying, you just lean over and whisper, call your
0: mom. Call your mom. Listen, gotta do it.
1: So, I would like to go over the R.I.P. category.
0: The R.I.P. fashion. R.I.P.
1: These aren't completely things that you agree with me on, but that's Okay. Okay. Because I said the lace up back shirts. How do you get into that? You need a buddy. Yeah, I it, don't understand it. It's like modern day corsets.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And then cut out shoulders.
0: I like a cold shoulder top.
1: I I don't like cutouts. I think mm. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. If I want to wear a long sleeve, it's because I'm cold. Yeah. And I don't. I don't need to have. My shoulder's cold, but my arm's warm. That's weird.
0: Well, the ones that I have are short sleeve, and then they just have, like, a little one. So it's like, I'm already prepared for warmer weather.
1: Someone else had a studded tank, and I was like, I don't feel the studded tank.
0: Elliot had pants on that had studs all the way down the front.
1: I did not see that.
0: Oh, yeah. And I was, I didn't even understand how he would, like, sit down Mm -hmm. in those. Those did not look comfortable. They must have been so heavy.
1: I think just studs on things that you don't need to have studs on.
0: What do you need to have studs on?
1: Like, I think they're cool on leather jackets. Okay. I think they're cool as, like, accessories. Accents. Yeah, as accents. On, like, a purse or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. But when you just have studs on a tank top
0: for no reason.
1: When you have completely pants made out of studs. When you have bandanas made out of studs. If only. I don't understand. Yeah. So those were my my rip category. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think we should end with our quote, our Tyra's Tyra's Tough Talk, which isn't from Tyra anymore. No,
0: but it's advice that you can take with you Mm -hmm. from our beautiful, beautiful goddess, Zendaya, during during the photo shoot. Mm -hmm. Take it away, Megan.
1: She says to the girls, keep it snatched.
0: And that's what we're going to leave you with. Keep yes. it snatched.
1: Keep it snatched out
0: there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to We're Not Here to Make Friends. We aren't here to make friends. No.
0: And no. And keep it snatched. Keep it snatched. Bye. Bye.
1: There's a great band called Instead of Sleeping. It's a local band. That's me
0: up at four in the morning on like, YouTube. <laughs> That's Instead of Sleeping.
1: They so graciously... allowing us to use one of their songs as our intro song so I just want to thank them.
0: I'm super excited and I'm so grateful to this band for letting us use their music because it's awesome and we are gonna sound so professional and legit because neither one of us have musical talents at all.
1: Thank you so much Sean, Jeff, Woody, and Corey.